with Ahmed. And I'm James. Uh, welcome to episode two of Beta. Um, so James, what's been the feedback uh, you've had from the first episode? Um, I think they liked it. I think they were pretty pretty chuffed with it. Um, I think... We but what did got... they like about it, James? I think what, I... <laughs> was it your uh, dulcet tones? Your... It, 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 I think it must have been. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think the, the subjects we cover, I think our... Uh, a laid-back approach. Yeah, for me, I was um, by people who know me, they uh, they described it as kind of peak geekery, which I think is a bit unfair. Uh, it definitely, <laughs> but I guess starting off with um, the F8 conference, uh, Facebook's F8 conference, it, it kind of lends itself to um, yeah, geekery chit chat about the future mm. of Facebook. But generally, people did seem to to really like it yeah. and find it um, find it interesting. There are a few good ideas, I think, that um, were mentioned to me about the kind of things we can do going forward. Um, one was just actually c- kind of getting people in, different people in here and talking about their like, social media behaviour. So, for example, uh, you know, we could get a Gen Z mm. who we work with and talk about yeah. what they do on social, what it is you know, that they kind of gravitate towards. Um, we can get some of the people that we mentioned in the first podcast. I can like bring in my mum to talk about her Facebook behaviour or my sister and her kind of Instagram um, and what she Instagrams and what it is that uh, kind of appeals to her about um, the platform. So I think it's kind of, you know, in the next coming weeks or months, there's some interesting angles we can go down in terms of uh, behavior, and I think it'll be good to get it firsthand. What people yeah. are saying, and what, even if what, it's on a quo, you know, quo level yeah. like that, it's still, you know, it's kind of fascinating. Just you know, when I was talking to my sister about it, you know, she mentioned that her daughter, for example, she mentioned this um, social media network. Uh, what was it? It's like video app or uh, video Lee or something. Yeah, did like I, that. I yeah. told you about yeah. it? Yeah, and it, and she's only ten or eleven, I think. Um, so. Yeah, it just opens your eyes up to all these other different um, different networks. So I think that would be interesting to do uh, going forward. Obviously, alongside like the social media news and our thoughts around that and the kind of the future. One thing that did come up, you know, funnily, was from uh, some of some of our colleagues found that thirty minutes uh, was too long. So I'm not sure if that's a reflection of uh, the kind of social media and being able to talk about it for 30 minutes or how our attention span is kind of worryingly uh, downsizing to kind of, mm. what was it? There's that kind of, there was that study, I think it was last year, that has been used so many times now about the kind of our attention span is like a goldfish. Yeah, yeah. Recently, actually. Shorter than a goldfish. Yeah, shorter than a like, goldfish. Yeah, yeah. But I read that was actually debunked. But, you know, when... Yeah, if 30 minutes is too long, um, um, we apologise to, <laughs> to you. You can just flick through to some exciting, chunky parts. All right, so... so should, we, should we get started on this week? Yeah, onto Twitter. Onto Twitter. Q1. Exciting stuff. Earnings. It is, well, it is exciting, I think. Mm. Like the Q1 earnings report. I mean, you know, Twitter, for so long, has kind of been bashed by, by the media. You know, because it... It came after Facebook. It was meant to be like the next big thing, the next big social network. Yeah. Uh, lots of people invested in it. And in a way, it kind of reminds me of what's going on with like Snapchat now. As soon as you float and you're given that kind of visibility, mm. it's easy to create 
a negative narrative once you start you know you don't start living up to those goals you know so Facebook kind of outstripped Twitter in terms of monthly user growth um, and Twitter became the kind of uh, I don't know it, it, it just struggled to, to a grow in terms of um, monthly active users and also just to find a kind of core identity for itself and as a result it got a shellacking from Wall Street but this Q1 was exciting it was exciting yeah they've had a few the past few months have been pretty well fast past few quarters have been pretty pretty dire for Twitter but um yeah this this quarter's been successful they've they've beat all forecasts the earnings per share was up 11 cents a share versus the one cent, cent a share expected Whoa. <laughs> major yeah, major revenue was up 548 million dollars versus the expected 511.9 million monthly active users were up 328 million versus what was expected 321 million you can see that twitter's actually out, outperformed a lot of the expected scores and beat forecasts and to be honest in terms of daily active users, they've actually been increasing quite steadily quarter yeah. on quarter. It's, it's gone from seven percent to eleven percent to fourteen percent. So they are they are on, are on an upward curve for daily active users. It's yeah, I mean, but you know, I would say that they've had. If you think about the kind of the profile they've had recently, you know, they've got the U.S. president Donald mm. Trump, uh, the champion of Twitter, um, <laughs> kind of constantly tweeting and causing panic amongst. Mm. Uh, diplomats worldwide they've been in the press constantly because of that you know you think of the profile that they've got now is is huge you know and, and we're celebrating what a kind of 14 percent increase in in active users i mean it's one of those ones that i think expectations around twitter and their their kind of quarterly earnings have become so skeptical and so pessimistic that when they do slightly ex- exceed the the norm, then there's like this this yeah. celebration. This, well, you know, the shares go up. There's these kind of thought pieces around, like, you know, Twitter turning the corner. But if you actually think in reality, you know, given the context of you know, Donald Trump and uh, you know the, the the visibility that they are now getting, it, are these you know, really so well, great. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you compare it to to Facebook, who are who have got daily active users growing still, yeah. and they're a huge. They've got I don't know three three four times as many. Um, but as, not even. I mean, I think we're getting kind of like sucked into like active users. But you know, using that metric again, you look at like Instagram. Mm. You know, who have got like seven announced like this month, hot on the heels of like Twitter, like seven hundred million active users. To me, I think the problem with Twitter is that it's never managed to break out of this this audience that it has. It's never been able to come mainstream no. like you know, like Facebook has, like Instagram yeah. is becoming. It's always they've never found a a connection, a kind of no. something that will inspire people to tweet or to want to be on there or to connect with people. And I think it came from this very like the way it changed from being when it first launched to being a friendship network and then it became an interest network and I think that's true it is, it is an interest network but it's it's not found its place I think my grandmother knows what Facebook is Yeah, she knows what people do on Facebook yeah. and what, why people are signed up to Facebook but when it comes to Twitter she's 
first of all, I don't think she's even really attuned to like anything about yeah. what, what the platform's about, what you can do on it. And I think that's where where Twitter's kind of felt it, they're, they're, it, it has its place in social media, but I think for the mainstream, for the, yeah, for the exactly. masses, it's not really got, it hasn't really got it. I think people, like, the average person on social media are confused about why they should use it. You know, like, I mean, I look at, you know, for, my, for myself, like, it's actually one of my favourite social media networks, but and I have lists created, you know, I have a list around sport, I have a list around politics that, you know, frequently dip in and out of. In terms of, like, tweeting, I think the last time I tweeted was, well, actually, it, was, it wasn't that, it was about a month ago, and it was, like, a hip-hop video. Um, but before that, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was ages ago. And it's just, there's two facets there. Like, if I'm still checking in, I'm still going to be served advertising, which is fine for them. But it shows that if I'm not tweeting, it, it, I, can't, I think it does show the problem that they actually have with connecting people, you know, to, to actually use the channel mm. instead of um, actively, instead of um, just passively. And I think if you can't convince people to actively use the channel, then you're going to struggle to convince people to actually become new users in the first place mm. because they're not seeing friends use it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's not having that kind of snowball effect. So, you know, they tried different avenues. And, and like, one thing I saw like they've been trying to do is a lot more marketing which is good you know because you need to do like advertising to convince people to get people interested to do it in the first place and I saw like they you know I think they announced or they talk, they've talked about kind of continuing to do that you know which is great and they've also gone into like video and they've gone into live stream and one of the things I found interesting from the the Q1 report was 800 hours of live premium video was viewed by 45 million viewers in Q1 2017, up 31%. Like, you know, which is great news if you're Twitter and you want to become a video platform. But if you look at Facebook or you look at Amazon or you look at Instagram, they're all moving into this, this video platform. So it's not going to be unique to Twitter. For you know, I, know, I think like Twitter lost their big thing last year was that they had the NFL... Yeah. Right, and I think they lost that to Amazon. You know, do they really have the pot of money to to be a serious player in this live video stream? You know, they announced just the other day that they're actually building a twenty four seven stream video service with Bloomberg. Um, they're also rolling out even more video plans, um, teasing live programs from nearly a dozen partners, including Live Nation, BuzzFeed, and the WNBA. Uh, so. They're obviously doubling down this um, this kind of live stream uh, service that they're that they're offering. Um, the kind of the benefits or the minuses we discussed um, a bit in the, the earnings report. It's interesting that it's something that they are really honing in on. There was a quite interesting comment in in Recode, actually questioning will Twitter's audience really want to see this video, as we talked about in the owner's report, especially since they have many other places to watch video. So bear in mind that it's relatively easy to make a compelling text or image-based message. Making compelling video is much harder. Yeah, uh, and I think that's it. On live video especially, you've got a lot of, like, guff. <laughs> there is lots of crap yeah. which you, you sort of you catch on live video. You think, okay, I'm not really interested in that. Maybe I'll float back into it later on yeah. and see if there's any interest in it. So but, I think the, the benefit for live video is that you... You can sort of you can see behind the scenes. Yeah. There's, there's there's extra things that you wouldn't necessarily see on on sort of traditional TV formats. So it, I, I think they've got the, the potential is there for for live streaming. But um, 
whether the content's going to be something which is is interesting to the, to yeah. the Twitter audience. On, on I Twitter. mean, you've got some good brands. Like, you look at Live Nation and BuzzFeed, mm. you know, that, that, obviously Bloomberg, and it goes back to what, as we were talking about, and you mentioned, there's this kind of information gathering. Yeah. And that really, that is a partnership that really lives up to that. But, you know, like, it's hard. I was, you know, last year when they announced the, announced the NFL and this, uh, the, the kind of streaming Thursdays. I was really excited by that. You know, I thought, wow, this is you know, kind of like next level. It's hard to get as excited mm-hmm. with these brand partners as kind of influential and high profile as they are. They're not the NFL. No. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's one of those ones that this is great, but it doesn't stop. It does to me anyway. It doesn't really make up for what you lost in the NFL when when you didn't get um, reclaim the rights. So I'm just looking up like the figures now. So yeah, they had last year Twitter had ten NFL games. You know, very exciting. You know, high profile. You'd have thought, which it offered for ev- for free to anyone who asked. So you didn't even need a login, no. um, which is quite. It looked nice. It worked well, but <laughs> their audience is still pretty low. It was Twitter average. 266,000, 100,000 viewers for each of its Thursday night games, you know, which is, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you think for, for something that could, that was and is as innovative and, mm. and exciting as, as that and as kind of high profile as yeah. the NFL, is that, is that really great? I think unfairly it's been compared to TV channels and I think it's, yeah. you know, that's always a bit of a misnomer, but they, you know, they say in comparison CBS or NBC average 15.8 million um so but if, it is worrying i i think if, if especially that 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 had the performance of, of, of 266,000 viewers yeah. then a 24-7 stream of buzzfeed and and, and other sports broadcasters yeah. is is that going to uh going to be anything similar or i mean that's the thing like i think maybe if they kind of got the rights again they could have built on it because they would have been more established mm-hmm. or they could have done more advertising around it and you know it's become more of a thing to do on a on a Thursday but if you if you lose the rights you're starting fresh again and this is what they're doing you know with this 24-7 feed but it does seem like a challenge to kind of just to actually convince people to spend time to watch these live streams yeah Um, and and I and to be honest are they really going to have enough content yeah. 24-7 well you don't want to stream into Bloomberg 24-7 <laughs> non-stop to hear the latest oh, I don't think so don't yeah we're probably not their um, target audience no. but you know maybe some people some people will but yeah it doesn't it's hard to feel that this is as exciting as yeah. um, I don't know, as it sounds on paper and you know I get the proof will be in the pudding with the, with the actual few figures but at the moment even with Live Nation or, or BuzzFeed it's you know, it's not. I I can't see it as being that breakthrough. Like, yes, it is definitely a a positive, and it's a strength of Twitter, but it's not a, a unique strength that it was when they first launched no. Periscope. You know, and they, what are they doing to try and find another unique strength? That that's the kind of thing. What are they doing that is going to make it break out of this limited yeah. popularity that it has at the moment? And yeah, it's a struggle to see. You know, they they're not. They're not like Instagram. They're not this kind of beautiful image platform. They haven't got the the, the size of Facebook. They're never going to be no. a Facebook. They 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 have their own 
unique niche. And I think that's what it's going to remain, a unique niche. And the problem is they keep trying to fix that and make changes. And all it's doing is pissing off the, the current audience that it has at the moment. Because to me, 45 million viewers in Q1 isn't actually that much of a big figure. It's actually still quite a small yeah. small audience that are viewing videos. 800 hours of live premium videos, yeah, but 45 million viewers. It's, if they haven't got the scope that Facebook have. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, that's the problem, I guess, with, with Wall Street and with us and, and for, with Twitter. We should stop comparing them mm-hmm. you know, to, to Facebook. We should stop comparing them to Instagram. You know, we, they're not, they're not going to be no. these platforms. They're, they're the, its own unique platform. That, and it does lend itself well to, to brands. Like if you're a you know, brand that um, is kind of... If, for example, if you're a telecoms brand, you, you are guaranteed on Twitter you're gonna, it's going to be used for customer service. You know? So it makes sense to have a, an effective customer service Twitter channel. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it still lends itself well to, to brands on a, a social ecosystem. If you're a person and you're not, for example, geekly interested in politics like me or sport like me, you know, what, what is this remit going to be for you? But I think, like you say, there is, there is, it is the immediacy. It's yeah. the immediacy of yeah. being able to contact a brand about yeah, yeah. an issue. Or there's the other stream, which is up to the minute uh, information on politics, news, yeah. sort of sports, anything like that. And that's why they are pushing all the live stream. It's why they're going, doing this 24-7. Yeah, but it's not enough. Of, I mean, that's the thing. Is, do you think that is enough to, to kind of get a widespread audience? Does that make sense? Yeah. Is no, that, I is know. that really, yeah, yeah. like, is that really going to do it? If I, you know, if I was just sitting down, I, I don't know, like, for example, you know, like, my sister's daughter, um, Kalia, like, she... The, the, the social network app that she's already using is kind of video focused, it has filters, it's fun. That's the future. If you look at like, you know, we talked about it last, last week, what Facebook are doing with the um, AR, what Snapchat are doing, they're mm. all part of that future. But Twitter's not that, no, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It doesn't seem, it seems <laughs> very much, yeah, it, it, it's now, but also it doesn't seem fresh. That's the pro- it's not capturing the imagination, no. and I, you know, I really there's a lot to love about it, but in terms of kind of being a, a powerhouse, yeah, the, it's not it's not going to be that, and it is going on there for customer service enough to kind of ca- capture people to you you know start using it. I, you know, I, I don't think so. Donald Trump's not been enough to no, get. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You've got, you've, like you say, you've got all these big players. You've got yeah. these, these these people with so many followers and so and and so much exposure, and not even and they they are, are, are doing it yeah. on Twitter. And and you think, are they just pushing live streaming for the sake of? But then it's, it's something that we need to just jump on. Playing like devil's advocate, you know, there's a flip side to say that they are more influential mm. because of that than. Most social networks, and arguably even more than Facebook, but mm. just because of that very nature of you know having Donald Trump or having you know Barack Obama before mm. that, or you know politicians yeah. you know, all communicating on there, it makes it such an influential yeah. platform. But what it doesn't make it is a popular, is a widespread popular platform. Mm. You know, so well, I don't really see Twitter as a social media platform anymore. It's more of like... An what, inf- what do you see it as, James? What, what do you... It, it just seems like it's just an information-gathering platform. Okay. It's just... Yeah. So many news sources rely on Twitter yeah. 
for their for their reports. Yeah. Their, their articles are just plugged full of tweets yeah, yeah. and live streams, for instance. There's 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 tons of content on 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 news. There's there's tons of content we get just for the sake of oh, I need to keep up with what's the latest and X, Y, and Z. And I think people are relying on it for information rather than at the social sort of sort of interacting with friends yeah. and tweeting your own content like yeah. you mentioned earlier. And I, I mean, think- in because it's hard to think. I mean, the accusation about social media is that it, you know there's no like compared to TV, there's no great creative. And you know what I found like profoundly depressing in um, in Twitter's Q1 report. If they mention this viral retweet as an example of what brands can get out of it, and I. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's this, um, it's this tweet by this guy who tweeted Wendy's, um, which is like a fast food restaurant in in uh, America. And he goes, "Yo, at Wendy's, how many retweets for a year of free chicken nuggets?" Um, and then Wendy's responded, "80 million. And uh, he was like, "Consider it a deal." And then from that, this tweet went viral. I think it now has over 100 million retweets and that you know that's that's great but it's it's kind of it's pr fluff and to yeah. kind of like say base your like courty earnings oh you know this shows you know the amazing thing that it can mm. give brands to me that is not you know a that's a kind of one-off b it's i find it really fluffy you know and, and c it's not it's not like a, a, a brilliant creative mm. uh like response and it's i don't know I, you know i think i think it just lends itself. When you say something like that, it, to me, it lends itself to the people like Mark Ritson, um, this communist on uh, Marketing Week, just to kind of tear into them, you know, for, for, for being, for again showing all social media is, is about kind of this engagement and crap creativity and gaming retweets. And, you know, we know, we obviously we work in an industry that there's a lot more to it and there is some brilliant, imaginative creative out there. But, are you, it's a struggle to think of Twitter as really being at the forefront of that. So, so do you think that Twitter will have its place? Yeah, I definitely do. I think. I mean, so what I've been emphasising, yes, it, by all means, definitely has its place, and I think it has its place for for brands. Um, it has its place in terms of customer service. You know, no doubt. I think it has its place. If you're doing real-time activation, yeah, definitely. You know, it's a, it's a brilliant platform for that, mm-hmm. um, and it also it gives a brand, it can be, you know, a voice which can be quite funny or quirky. If you want to go down that um, funny and quirky route, which is not always the best option, but some brands do do it quite well. Um, so, it, without doubt, it definitely has a place. But it's what it's not going to be. You know, it's never going to be a a popular, mass popular mm. social network. It's going to be an effective channel, but it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be, well, it's definitely not a Facebook. And I don't, what we're seeing from Instagram and how that's evolving and capturing people's um, new followers, I don't think it's, it, it can grow into that kind of channel mm. either. I think what it's got now is a kind of passionate, active user group and I, I find it hard to believe that can really grow beyond that mm. um, I don't know what you think if you agree or I, I do agree I, th- I think they've always had a niche audience yeah. they've always been niche and um, yeah like you say with, with, with so many mainstream sort of influencers and, and, and politicians and, and the like 
I think even with those, it's it's difficult for 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 Twitter to to captivate the mainstream audience and the masses. And um, and I think they're just they're just a, a very particular part of the social sphere. They are the they are the like I was mentioning earlier the the, the sort of information gathering rather yeah. than I'm going to tweet about my yeah. my day. And, yeah, and, exactly. uh, but yeah, but people do. But I don't think I, again. I just don't think it's 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 something that that everyone turns to. Yeah. People just don't turn to Twitter to, no. to do that. They've, they've got other sources, they've got other platforms, yeah. they've got other ways to do it, and yeah. better ways.